Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast episode. For today's episode, it's a collab. Yay! Uh, we have UMBC AKD5 here and JHU AKD5. Uh, we'll be going more in depth about what exactly breast cancer is. So to start off, here are the sisters. Hi, I'm Melody. I'm from the JHU chapter. And I guess my favorite thing about October uh, is the leaves turning color. Hi, I'm Ari. I am from UMBC AKD5. And favorite thing about October would be um, the weather. Hi, my name is Brianna, and I'm from JQ AKD5. And my favorite thing about October is Halloween. Hi, I'm Megumi. I'm from the UMBC chapter. And I guess, like everyone said, my favorite thing about October definitely has to be the seasonal change. Hi, everyone. I'm Michelle from um, JQ AKD5. And my favorite thing about October, um, I was also going to say, like, um, the leaves changing colors, but also um, fall fashion. Hi, my name's Alexis. I'm from UMBC AKD5. And my favorite thing about October is sweater weather. Hi, um, I'm Phoebe from the JHU chapter AKD5. And my favorite thing about October is that everything is crispy and non-humid. And the mosquitoes go away. Um, hi, my name is Elisa. I'm from UMBC, Katie Fye, and my favorite thing about October is also Halloween. Hi, my name is Christine. I'm also from UMBC, Katie Fye. My favorite thing about October would be going to the pumpkin patch every year. Okay, thanks, guys. Um, so, Melody, start off. <laughs> well, um, so, I'll give... A quick introduction of what breast cancer is. Um, so breast cancer is actually the second to most common cancer diagnosed in the U.S. In very general terms, it's um, having cancer cells grow in the breast. And Ari, do you want to give a more scientific definition? Yeah. And so like what Melody said, um, when these cells do grow over time, um, these cancerous cells can evade, invade nearby healthy tissue, making their way into um, the body's lymph nodes. And once that happens, then um, other parts of the body can be affected as well. There are definitely a lot of risk factors, if you don't mind, Alexis. Yeah, thanks, Ari. Um... So just overall, any breast cancer risk factor is anything that makes it, that increases your chances of getting breast cancer. And we'll link the, um, the article that we used, but just to list some, some factors off, uh, women are more likely than men to develop breast cancer. Um, an increased risk, oh, I'm so sorry. And there is also an increased risk as you age or if you are obese. And if you have received a radiation treatment on your chest as a child or young adult, you're, you also have increased risk of breast cancer. And if there is any female in your family that was diagnosed with breast cancer, especially at a young age, your risk will also increase. But 
the majority of people that are diagnosed with breast cancer have no family history. Awesome. So um, I think a lot of our um, like our sisters here have done research on breast cancer. So does anyone have any facts that um, you want to bring? Yeah. Um, so one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. And there's also an estimated 1.7 million new cases and 500,000 deaths worldwide from breast cancer. And um, some facts that are related to breast cancer and also Asian women in specifically is um, that 9% of Asian or Pacific Islander women develop breast cancer and um, Asian immigrant women who lived more than half their lives in the U.S. on average are three times more likely to develop breast cancer due to sedentary lifestyle and fattening diet. I didn't know um, a lot of these, like uh, having higher chance of getting breast cancer uh, for Asian or Pacific Islander women in the U.S. Does any of these facts surprise any of you guys? Yeah, I think um, it's really important that us as Asian American women and Asian women are aware um, about the specific statistics that are related to our community. And I think I think this might be the first time I may be hearing specific statistics about our community. So I think that was really eye-opening. Um, I think one important thing that like that the facts also emphasize is that lifestyle plays such a huge role in we like whether you are more likely to develop breast cancer. So that's something that um we should take note of also moving forward. Yeah, um, you make a really great point on like how um, lifestyle is just such a big factor in um, um, heightening the risks of getting breast cancer. I think that um, when hearing about the statistics that uh, we're targeting or we're mainly speaking about the Asian community, I I completely agree with what Megumi said before that um, these facts, I've never really heard of facts that, um, yeah, like that really focused on our community. So just hearing that um, simply like being an immigrant can really um, play into like the risk factors too. I also wanted to mention one more thing. Um, I think that the statistics about how or how common breast cancer is among women really just shows us how common it might be within our community and might be within our families and our friends. So it's really important that we continue to advocate for breast cancer awareness and breast cancer research um, so that we can support breast cancer survivors and patients and supporters. Thank you for bringing that up. It was really surprising to me when I found that one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer because that is a pretty high number. Like we have, um, let's see, we have nine people here. So like, if you think about the statistics, I don't want to be like morbid or anything, but uh, like one person here can get breast cancer. So that is definitely something that um, like we should be aware of and really why that we're giving so much emphasis on pushing for more funding on breast cancer research and just raising more awareness on this topic. 
Um, well, that kind of just like leads into like a really important question that um, we should ask ourselves and then also ask like others. Um, so why should we care about BCA? Um, why is it so important? Um, does anyone have any relations to anyone um, that is a breast cancer survivor or know someone who has um, breast cancer currently? Um, I haven't, none of my family members have it, but I know a lot of um, our family friends. Um, some of them are survivors. Um, the mom of one of my really good friends, she was recently diagnosed with it um, a few months ago, so that has been really hard for him as well. Um, but the fact that, I mean, obviously we know it's a very um, threatening disease, but also just knowing that you that there are a lot of survivors just shows that um, we can overcome this as long as like we're aware of what to look out for and the risk factors um, so we can um, protect ourselves as well against the disease. Um, I had a grand aunt, which is my grandmother's sister, that like sadly passed away because of breast cancer. And I only found out a couple years ago that she's the reason why we like volunteer and go to like breast cancer walks which I thought was, um, it was definitely, um, like, sad to hear, but it finally, like, gave me clarity on, like, why we always went every year, and unfortunately, we weren't able to go this year, but, but yeah, that's just something that we've always done since I was younger. Thanks for sharing, um, that, Alexis. Um, I could actually really relate as well. Uh, recently, my grandmother has passed, um, passed away from cancer as well. Um, and yeah, my family history actually has like, has that, um, you know, <laughs> just that gene pool. Um, but I also participate in like BCA walks as well. Um, not just like, because like my family, um, has a history, but because, um, it's really important for us to like advocate for causes, um to spread awareness and then also raise money. Yeah, I also um, have a very close family member that was diagnosed with breast cancer and then luckily she um, survived it. And uh, it was pretty recent too, um, but we're all really glad that she was able to uh, get diagnosed early. And that's a really key part. Um, and then going through the treatments and then uh, coming out. Um, really fine. <laughs> and high school pre principal was also diagnosed with breast cancer. So um, breast cancer awareness became a really big thing in our high school, which honestly, I think is really awesome. Uh, we're not like obviously uh, cost leading to the awareness, honestly said, but it's really nice to have everyone be engaged in breast cancer awareness um, because we have someone close um, in our school or like our principal being diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah, so I think like, most people here have um relation or know someone that has been diagnosed with breast cancer and that tells us how common it is and it is possible to survive from breast cancer. Um there's also definitely also cases where um might not be as um fortunate, I guess. I think that partly answers the next question that I'm going to ask, but um, why do you think that we have this whole 
October dedicated to breast cancer.、Uh, I think a lot of people don't know the reason why, or like might be confused why. You know, like comparing to other cancer, like breast cancer and and other cancers, why do we have October dedicated to breast cancer? Um, I personally think that、um, October is dedicated to breast cancer awareness, just because、um, a to recognize、um, all the supporters, survivors, and patients that are currently going through breast cancer treatment,、um, to recognize their strength, and to tell them that we're always here as a support system for them, and also to be also to、um, educate and advocate so that people can. Make sure to detect、um, early symptoms so that they can get proper treatment and、um, recover quickly. And I think that also just leads to、um, more important conversations to have about breast cancer. I feel like there's definitely a stigma when it comes to disease and like、um, cancer. So I think that like having that open Conversation, especially during these months, will help everyone learn more about breast cancer and also、um, share stories、um, that they might have relating to it. Really great that you brought up that there's stigma associated with disease or like cancer.、Um, I think usually when people hear the word cancer,、uh, they immediately like step back or、um, fear the word,、um, but I think in this case, like the case of breast cancer, you can see how common it is and how、um, high the survival rate is from breast cancer. Breast cancer would be a good demonstration on how not all cancer is scary. Definitely, like if you prevent early,、uh, if you get diagnosed early, like the survival rate. Uh, for breast cancer, it's very high, and it is also very common. So it's not like it's not like、uh, if you're diagnosed with breast cancer, then that then it's like you did something wrong.、Uh, it happens to one in eight females, as we talked about earlier. Yeah, definitely. And I also just wanted to add to the conversation about like stigma surrounding cancer and sickness. I think it's.、Um, As we mentioned this before,、um, our UMBC sister, sisters, we've talked about this in a previous podcast episode,、um, in which we talked about how there definitely is a very big stigma around such topics, especially within the Asian and Asian American community. So it's really important that you know when we have these opportunities like Breast Cancer Awareness Month, it provides like that safe space to start that conversation that might be really hard to have、um, within. Like Asian and Asian American communities too, so I think that's something that like is very relevant to our community too. So、um, within our own com-、um, communities,、um, what what have each of our chapters been doing for BCA Month?、Um, what have you guys have hosted? What are you guys doing to、um, raise money? Um, so for UMBC, Katie Fry, usually every year in October we host an event called Sweetest Kai, and I think Ari can go into more detail about it. Yeah. Okay.、Um, so we have like a BCA、uh, tradition or event that we host every year,、um, where we、um, have like a male pageant and. With with that male pageant,、um, 
these contestants help raise money along with us um, by having like like really funny talents, um, showing their advocacy for the cause. Um, but because of the current situation now um, with COVID, um, sadly we weren't able to do Sweetest Guy, but as a replacement, we decided to do a podcast, uh, which is why we have our collab now. <laughs> I remember watching my first Sweetest Guy pageant. It was it was so funny and it was so fun. And like I'm sad that we weren't able to do one this year because it would have been my first one. But it's okay because this podcast is really cute. <laughs> um, but adding on to like what UMBC Katie Five does, we also like on social media we have bingo boards and um like each sister like posts a bingo board on their social media and like asks people to donate and we've been getting a, I think we've been getting a lot of like donations from it from like what I remember Ari telling us yeah and um not only that but um we also um we occasionally do like BCA um apparel and we and it's been a while since we like released any apparel so um this um this BCA um <laughs> really we released one and um, we're pretty proud of it and the, the design and everything. So shout outs to our graphic designer for um, doing it. How about JHU? What have you guys been doing as a chapter? For JHU in the past, we usually dedicate like the whole month of October doing a series of events to raise awareness for breast cancer on campus. And so some of our events lean more towards like the educational side as well as raising. So we do like letters of hope where we write letters to breast cancer patients and survivors. We also hold educational like, documentary showings. And our largest event is Breastable, which is a breast cancer awareness centered festival that we hold on campus. And we invite other groups to perform, like dance and sing. And we also hold a raffle at the end. Um, but unfortunately, due to COVID this year, we weren't able to hold our Breastable in person. So Phoebe, can you go more in depth about like how we've adapted to moving virtual? Yeah, so basically, like even though um, everything is online, we're still definitely trying to make an impact in like breast cancer survivors and like everyone uh, related to like breast cancer. Like we're just still trying to make an impact even though it's online and virtual. So we're still having Breastival and we had a couple of smaller events leading up to Breastival as well. Um, we had a yoga event, which is just like yoga and meditation and just like to learn how to like de-stress. And I think we also kind of went over like how to like check yourself for bumps, I think, during the event. And then um, we're having an upcoming seminar. It's actually um, tomorrow, I think. Um, I don't know if this podcast will be published by then, but I guess uh, if anyone can make it out, that'd be really yeah. nice. And basically... Um, we're doing a collab with another on-campus group called WINGS. And um, WINGS is a women's menstrual health and education organization. And the event that we're doing is like a seminar. So we're just hosting a student-led discussion-based event about breast cancer. And I think there's gonna be like questions and answers and probably just like discussion about any experiences that people have had or like, um, like survivor stories or anything like that. 
And um, all these events, like uh, what we're doing is that we're like people who attend the events, they get like raffle tickets. And then um, during our actual breast of all event, which is um, this Sunday, um, I think October 24th, uh, 25th, this Sunday, October 25th, 2 to 5 p.m. is going to be like our official breast of all. And we're still going to have things like the letters of hope. And um, we're doing like trivia and like some games and another discussion and I think we're doing the raffle at the end and basically anyone who's come to these events and stuff like that and um, I think you can buy raffle tickets too and just like we'll just get a raffle and then we'll have like little gifts of like goodie bags and um, a mini waffle maker I think it's like pink or something to match um, rest of all but yeah so basically I guess in conclusion is that we um even though like things are virtual we're still trying to make rest of all happen and like use all of our online resources to the like fullest extent like we've been trying to do like bingo boards like uh, umbc is doing and it's just like every little bit counts and even if we're online we're trying to make a big impact oh that sounds so great actually like hearing all of what you guys have planned and, and done in the past with all that all the donations that um, we've earned um, all of these donations are are given in hopes to create advances in diagnosis and treatment for be uh, breast cancer um, and like what Melody said like survival survival rate has increased due to early prevention individualized treatments and just more understanding of the disease so October has like a very huge impact on breast cancer awareness. Um, so like, what can we do to um, prevent breast cancer? Yeah, so um, some symptoms that you can look out for is if you um, feel or see a breast lump or thickening that feels different from surrounding tissue, um, if there are changes in size, shape, or appearance of a breast, if there are changes to the skin over the breast, such as dimpling, um, other forms are peeling, scaling, crusting, or flaking of the pigmented area of skin surrounding the nipple or the breast skin. And redness or pitting of the skin over your breast, um, sort of like the skin of an orange. And all these symptoms can be found on the Mayo Clinic website. And they also say that if you find a lump or you see any other change, like the skin or um, the texture of your breast, you should consult a doctor right away, even if um, a recent mammogram test you had was normal because it's always best to, um, you know your body best. So it's always, um, you should get a check by a doctor if you feel or see anything that um, seems off. And in addition, um, aside from self, self-diagnosis, which I think another sister will be discussing, like how to do it on yourself later, um, the two official types of screening tests are mammogram and breast MRI. And according to WebMD, um, the mammogram test can show breast lumps up to two years before they can be felt. So um, it's always important to just get checked regularly because that's always the best form of prevention. And um, the breast MRI, it's a test that combines several images of your breast into one to create a detailed picture. So this helps um, doctors create the most accurate diagnosis of whether you may have or not or breast cancer. 
Thanks, Michelle. And as you mentioned, uh, Brianna will give us a demonstration on how to feel the lumps. Yeah, so a great way to check um, for lumps is a breast self-exam. And this is an important way to find breast cancer early, which is when it's more likely to be treated successfully. So there are five steps to doing a basic breast self-exam. The first step is to look at your breasts in the mirror, with your shoulders straight and your arms on your hip. You should be looking to check if your breasts are their usual size, shape, and color. You should also check that your breasts are evenly shaped without visible distortion or swelling. And like Michelle covered earlier, if you see any of the following, bring them to your doctor's intentions, such as dimpling, puckering, or bulging of the skin. If a nipple has changed position or an inverted nipple, you should also alert your doctor if you notice redness, soreness, rash, or swelling. The next step of your exam, you should raise your arms and look for the same changes. While you're at the mirror, look for any signs of coming out of one or both of your nipples. The next step, you should feel your breasts while laying down. Use your right hand to feel your left breast and your left hand to feel your right breast. Use a firm, smooth touch with only a few fingers of your hand and you should be doing a small circular motion, kind of like about the size of a quarter. Cover the entire breast from top to bottom, side to side, from your collarbone to the top of your abdomen, and from your armpit to your cleavage. The last step is you should do the following similar circular motion on your breast while you're standing or sitting. If you do find a lump, don't panic. Most women have lumpy areas in the breast all the time. They could be due to hormonal changes or a benign breast condition, but don't hesitate to call your doctor if you notice a lump. So if you would like to complete your own breast self-exam, feel free to follow along or to check breastcancer.org for more detailed instructions. Uh, thank you for that. Um, that was so educational. Um, so with that being said, um, with all the information that, um, that we have conveyed, uh, there are definitely other resources that we can rely on. Um, you can check out our national website, akdfi.org, but also um, uh, all the information that we have stated throughout this podcast was from um, Mayo Clinic, but then also um, there is a specific uh, link tree or card um, that we can link um, within. Um, our descriptions um, for more resources um, on um, what to do um, if you're diagnosed with breast cancer, how to handle that st um, that stress, and just overall more educational um, resources. Um, are there any other resources um, that um, anyone else would like to recommend? Um, one resource I came about was the Susan G. Coleman Foundation. Um, they're basically totally entirely dedicated to um, breast cancer research and discussions. Um, I think they were founded in 1982. They funded more than um, 988 million in research, more than 2.2 billion in education, and they're just a really great resource. If you're looking to learn more about breast cancer and find ways to get involved. Um, I also know they organize um, some walks, I think, that some of the other sisters mentioned they attended. So 
Um, it's just a really great resource, and um, their website also offers a concise um, summary of everything that they do and ways you can donate to their foundation as well. That concludes our episode. Thank you guys so much for being here and thank you audiences for listening and learning along with us during this episode. Uh, hopefully you learned something about why uh, breast cancer awareness is so important and uh, took away some tips on how to self-diagnose breast cancer or uh, some resources on breast cancer that you can look into. And feel free to support both of our chapters during the rest of this month with uh, the events that we're hosting. If you want to learn more about our chapters or about breast cancer, you can go listen to UMBC's podcast, Hand in Hand, Power of Pink. And if you want to learn about other topics oriented for college students, uh, you can go listen to JHU's podcast, Spotify. All of these will be linked in our description. And yeah, that concludes our episode. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye.